You're listening to Daily Dispatch by Your Story, a show that tells you about all things making news in the startup, tech, and digital ecosystem. In this episode, we catch up with Gulchan Bhaktiani, founder and director of Wellness Forever Medicare. Very warm welcome to Daily Dispatch, a show that gives you all the latest news and updates from the digital ecosystem. I'm Priya Shet. Thank you so much for logging in. Time now to get you all the top stories that we've been tracking for you this evening. Well, investment firm TPG's Rice Fund will be investing $200 million into Airtel Africa's mobile money business, that's Airtel Mobile Commerce BV, at a valuation of $2.65 billion. Now, Rice Fund is estimated to get 7.5% stake in Airtel Mobile Commerce BV, which is currently the holding company of several of Airtel Africa's mobile money operations. Well, moving on to the second headline of today, the initial public offering of Indian gaming company Nazara Technologies has received a strong response from institutional as well as retail investors. On the second day of the IPO, the issue has been subscribed about 10.6 times with a retail portion being subscribed over 44 times. Now, the Nazara IPO is entirely an offer for sale where the company is planning to raise about 583 crore rupees to the public issue. Well, Policy Bazaar has raised $75 million in funding led by US-based Falcon Edge Capital. Now, the company will be deploying this capital to expand services in UAE and West Asia. Now, the firm plans to build motor, health and life insurance product categories in the UAE region. Well, moving on to the final headline of the day, direct-to-consumer fashion brand Bebekoof has raised about $4 million in funding from Ivy Cap Ventures. The company intends to invest the funds into superior customer experience, technology as well as newer product categories as it prepares for the next phase of growth. Now, the fresh proceeds will help the company in its growth journey towards a 1,000 crore company by FY24. Well, moving on to our second segment, I have with me someone who has, uh, you know, made very good business during this lockdown and specifically amid this pandemic. I have with me Mr. Gulshan Bhaktiani from Wellness Forever. Many thanks for being a part of Daily Dispatch. I want to begin by asking you how much in demand or how good has business been amid this pandemic for Wellness Forever? It wouldn't be fair to say that business has been good. Uh, it's just that uh, a good opportunity to service the clientele, uh, the masses that we always wanted to do. So, you know, from a gross uh, business viewpoint commercially, uh, we are not as badly affected as many other businesses. Uh, uh, the immunity boosters and uh, many other things treating COVID have been doing quite well. Uh, but just that uh, people have not been having planned surgeries or, uh, you know, they've been postponing pregnancies and and, you know, general tendency to go to clinics has been lower. So that has, has been having its own effect as well. Right. You know, I do understand that in the last year, amid this uh, lockdown, you also raised some funds. Uh, and uh, perhaps that's going to be helping you to expand further. So give us some idea in terms of how much money has been raised so far and what the funds are going to be utilized for. During pandemic, you know, we all found ourselves in uncharted waters and uh, digitization and, you know, uh, medical infrastructure. Raising of medical infrastructure, you know, was opening floodgates of opportunities for us. And more importantly, the whole way the health is managed is, uh, you know, the, the, the concept itself is changing. That means today, you know, people think that the whole healthcare cycle starts when you fall ill 
and the whole journey from illness to not being well uh, i mean to being free of illness was considered healthcare which is now getting redefined so preemptive care uh, you know preventive care or predictive care you know or diagnostic care is something you know all happens when you are free from a disease and even when you know that you are free from a disease then you know uh, being a best version of yourself demanding more from so nutraceuticals herbaceuticals sports medicines better outcome from your body uh, these are things are also which are going to define the whole domain of healthcare so we at wellness realize that the whole ecosystem around us is changing and the whole uh, the definition of uh, health itself is changing and hence the opportunity uh, so we wanted to be prepared before anybody else and uh, our group of investors who are our existing investors who invested in us about 5 years ago uh, they have been very kind enough uh, you know to further consolidate their faith in us and so they we raised uh, about uh, 100 Uh, 40 uh, crore indian rupees and uh, how the money is going to be used is uh, as you know the digitization is the name of the game so the in building the huge digital stack uh, converting the operations into omni channel hyperlocal making sure that uh, you know in investing into hyperlocal warehouses omni channel warehouses and more importantly rapidly increasing our footprint so let's say pre pandemic if we were planning to grow at the rate of let's say 25% year on year uh, that now really looks at uh, you know god willing about 100% year on year so we really uh, are seeing an opportunity where people are going to have a branded pharmacy which they can trust and a community day and night pharmacy is going to become a rather an infrastructural asset of the community more than being yet another retailer in terms of absolute numbers and in terms of expansion of footprint uh, how many pharmacies would you uh, you know are you looking to expand to by 2022 is there a roadmap that you're working with in terms of how much you have right now and how many pharmacies you're going to be expanding into this year we will march and we will be floating with about 230 pharmacies uh, going forward the immediate next year uh, we have plans to open 220 pharmacies more which is about a 100% growth on year on our existing uh, strength uh, about 50% of those pharmacies are the, the growth will come from uh, our own coco pharmacies which is company owned company operated currently most of our pharmacies are company owned company operated here about 50% so about 100 plus pharmacies will be uh, a franchise driven pharmacies are there specific categories where you see an exponential growth uh, and if you could identify which uh, top two or three categories would be three if you generally see the last 8 to 9 months which are like predominantly uh, uh, you know covid and a, and a not a normal kind of a, uh, era where you know pandemic related products from ir thermometers to you know point of care devices like oximeters and sanitizers masks and the huge plethora of uh, immunity boosting products and something which is preemptive care you know uh, those are the product vitamins minerals vitamin c zinc they become like you know household names uh, we are only assuming that uh, you know people see better that these are not only pandemic time products but they are good for them do some research do some study about themselves and maybe continue to use the products that are good for them pandemic or not no pandemic you know because your immunity boosting should be generally good you know irrespective of whether 
uh, you are in the pandemic era or non pandemic era so those are the products that have generally done very very well uh, you know chronic medicines like hypertension diabetes renal care so are the products you know which obviously they do not have a season uh, but obviously people wanted to be uh, you know storing these medicines you know such that in any eventuality they don't run out of it so those are the categories they have done very well anti infectives anti sick of expectorants cold uh, products have are a particular category that have not done well okay i'm sure people eating lot of uh, immuno boosters are not coughing or uh, sneezing or maybe you must have also seen generally people are sneezing and coughing much lower than uh, what it used to be you know in so many preceding years so those products anti infectives in particular uh, are seeing a downtrend you know you said that 220 pharmacies is the kind of expansion plan that you're working with going forward what kind of strategy do you think uh, will drive growth uh, considering that the past trends that you've seen have been primarily pandemic related Oh, so uh, you know increased uh, sensitivity towards uh, taking care of yourself the whole expansion of health as a domain uh, you know the one thing that i was telling you earlier and uh, many people who have been kind of deferring either planned surgeries or pregnancies or uh, you know many of the uh, you know they've been quietly if i may use the word suffering and not been really going to clinics so you know as things become little more normal or you know reach a, a, i see a huge kind of a deluge of such kind of patients you know and uh, so that is primarily going to drive if i may use the next 6 to 9 months you know in terms of overall revenues if you could help us with you know what kind of revenues are you targeting going forward uh, over the next 1 to 2 years Uh, so two years. Uh, so next year we are uh, planning a revenue of thirteen hundred and around thirteen hundred fifty crores odd, and uh, in the year next time there will be a FY twenty three in the vicinity of sixteen to seventeen hundred crores. In terms of you know this kind of aggressive expansion, you will also need funds. Do you think that there is another round of funding that you would perhaps look at, uh, considering that there is an aggressive plan and in terms of revenues also you have aggressive growth plans? You know, for any growing company, uh, you know, funds is going to be a continuous requirement. So is the case for Wellness Forever. Uh, not only for our expansion, but you know, in an era today, uh, we are in a very dynamic world. So you know, who can acquire whom? Whether there is a strategy or whether we acquire somebody you know or whether there are opportunities because the entire health scenario is integrating so diagnostics pharmacies uh, you know healthcare they are all you know kind of consolidating or kind of merging you know so those opportunities are also we are like very actively looking out so obviously there will we do look forward we do see a, a need for raise of funds uh, either through a private equity mode or maybe god willing through an ipo so an ipo uh, can be expected and uh, when what kind of timeline are you looking at for an ipo then for in the interest of the organization uh, and in the uh, so we believe that any time in the next two years uh, you know depending on whether the opportunity available is tactical strategic or you know the amount of funds that are required and what's the appetite of the uh, private equity funds at that time in next two years i believe that there'll definitely be a a point where we would be looking at uh, raising funds and uh, if it is ipo then so be it i a final question before i let you go in terms of adjacencies are there any specific adjacencies that you have planned in mind according to uh, the kind of 
growth and expansion that you see uh, at your pharmacy chain there are a lot of agencies uh, you know uh, we though we would always want to be a pharmacy uh, we are seeing that uh, a healthcare company is what we are transforming into and uh, all of us have today realized that food and medicine has a very small a very thin line you know so most of the things be it chips or colas or ice creams or maybe a grocery everything that we are going to consume either in the form of food is going to be fortified is going to be medicated aloe vera being the best example okay so we are seeing that uh, huge uh, range of food as a medicine is going to grow uh, point of care devices you know so where you can uh, diagnose things at home uh, is the pharmacies are going to be at the uh, forerunners uh, you know in selling those products uh, besides uh, you know the preventive care the whole range of sports medicine the nutraceuticals the dermo cosmetics you know uh all those things are area which can be called as preventive healthcare or progressive healthcare rather than disease care or a disease management are these are the agencies we are very actively working towards all right mr bhaktiani uh, many thanks for joining us today i have had two very interesting takeaways one is of course an ipo and second of course is that you are open to uh, making acquisitions in the pharma market so thank you very much and we wish you all the very best for your thank future. you very thank much you so madam much. for having me here on the show thank you Well time now to say goodbye many thanks for joining us on this edition of daily dispatch i'll see you now on monday at 5 pm stay safe and have a lovely weekend follow us on facebook instagram twitter and youtube just look for your story or log in to yourstory.com thanks for listening to daily dispatch by your story